welcome to the land cave we're living as nerds i'm patrick joined by owen hello the disembodied voice this week unfortunately having some errors on my side this computer's been giving me a lot of trouble so apologies only you only get to see me today uh but owen's pretty face will be back next week uh but anyways welcome to the land cave we talk about video games talk about nerd news we chat about uh you know being uh, an adult who plays video games and live in that land cave life and uh this I think this release uh, of Final Fantasy VII remake is like the quintessential, you know, uh, uh, adult playing video games reigning supreme kind of situation because this is the greatest. This is one of the greatest games I've played. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than the original, but man, it's good. What do you think? I don't. Yeah, I'm not ready to say better or worse sure. than the original. It's just not time yet. I'm on chapter nine mm-hmm. uh, from what I, I did go ahead and like look at how many chapters there there are i don't know if you want to know or uh, not or care 15, 16 something like uh, that. there's 20 something i think it's like 27 oh, okay. yeah because okay. I, I don't know how long or short any of them are i just know that they're in, it's in the 20s and so okay. i've been taking my time not on purpose but like patrick mentioned we we have that adult video game life so i have to put my kid to bed uh you know around around seven ish we do that i i play from like eight to ten and because i have to get up in the mornings with him i only get like an hour or two a day so uh i'm about 15 hours in uh but i've been taking my sweet time because literally every opportunity for a side quest even though my biggest complaint is the side quest. I also can't help myself, and I'm just doing them anyway. So your complaint is the side quest because do you feel like it's filler? Or oh, what's absolutely. your complaint on the side quest? Yeah, they're just not good. Like, there's a couple of them that are good, um, but like, for example, and this isn't. I'm not. I'm just gonna say this isn't spoilery. But if you sure. if you have a problem with the next five seconds of me saying what this side quest is, but <laughs> there's a side quest where you literally have to find cats. Yep. For this little girl, and that it's stupid and useless. But what I found out is, if you do all the side quests in that section, you get a little extra side story with one of the with one of the main characters, and so okay. that made me glad I did it. And then now I'm now going to be doing all of them just in case there's a little side story that gets me a little extra story with one of the main characters. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like I feel like they are filler to be filler. I feel like if they would have cut them out, um, you would have been hearing complaints about the game being like 25 hours long versus 35 hours long. And so I don't know if they were completely necessary. There are some decent ones. Um that's my yeah, biggest I mean, complaint about the game. Yeah, I mean, I just did that quest, and I did. I mean, I, I felt it was kind of, I, it was kind of useless. It didn't. I didn't learn anything. Um, it didn't. I mean, it was a, a slightly cute moment, but yeah, out of everything else, it didn't add to character development or anything like that. So, right, I, I would agree with you on that. Uh, I do like a few of the other ones that I've played that. Yeah, sure. It's a go fight, go here and fight this thing kind of situation. But sure. the, the but the story made sense where they're like, "Hey, you should do this to help people." And I, I thought, okay, that that does make sense. I feel like some of it's fleshing out the world, but some of it is uh, a little padding. Thankfully, it didn't take too long. I don't know how long you spent chasing cats, but it didn't take it was, me too long. It was the last one that I did. I just don't. Um, I I wish that you got experience for all of it. 
because like you mentioned the ones where i have to go fight and kill stuff that's fine because i'm leveling up i'm getting mm -hmm. i'm getting experience for my characters but like that one with the cats there was no experience for that you got like a cute little two second moment where it was like yeah. oh you big softy like you went and found cats for a kid good job where was my experience for doing that like I, you know i don't need a lot but just give me give me something sure. uh for doing these non-combat related quests because otherwise i'm literally just fetching and fetch quests are the worst things in rbgs of all time so <laughs> yeah, yeah they really are they really are so i've got notes i've, I've talked to owen about this on, on the side but uh, i'm making notes uh on chapter differences on you know essentially kind of going through it and, and kind of quick repository so that way we can go back and talk about it um I don't know how long or how we want to structure it, but I know we're going to be talking Final Fantasy VII spoilers in another vi in other videos where we won't stream it live. You won't accidentally stumble upon it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have to do do some dives into this. I'm liking. Imagine there will be an episode just dedicated to it. At least, at least one. Yeah, uh, I, I'm really I'm liking uh, so far. Uh, the materia systems and the other the, there's a couple additional things that they've that they've added uh, that I think has added some nice complexity to the RPG style of it. Um, I've heard a few people say that they didn't like Barrett's voice in uh, in this and saying he was too Valid. over the top. But he's always over, he's always been over the top. Uh, so I guess I wasn't really upset by it, but other people were like, "Well, it's way too over the top." But if you play like the, like this section that I'm, I'm showing right here uh, is uh, him when they're in the elevator and Barrett's talking about like the here in the planet screaming and crying out loud. Like it's straight out of the original. And he is that he is that over the top. So I felt like the voice actor did what obviously what he, he was directed to do. Um, but it would, was it something I was going to do? No, I, I wouldn't have directed them to do that that way. But I think it's still kind of true to the original. Um I think everybody else is rocking in here. Even uh, Badger from uh, from Breaking Bad. I love that he's. You, you recognize that voice, right? No, I didn't well, watch. Didn't? He's wedged. I, I watched. I watched a season of Breaking Bad. So okay. I watched the. Uh, I watched the final season of Breaking Bad. He's also Moe's and Dwight's cousin on The Office. Oh, cool. With the raspy voice, yeah. So he's Wedge. Um, I don't know how he got the job, but uh, yeah, it's his voice just kind of sticks out. I've I've liked everybody else's. Jesse's voice is great. Tifa's great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, I'm loving it. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, there's little like I have very few complaints aside from mm -hmm. the side quest. There is one thing where I wish that they had turned down the audio during like cutscenes. Um, like, and when I say the audio, I mean the music. So the music yes. is just always going all the time and it's great music. There's some banger tracks on there. Um, it gets even better as you, as you go farther along, there's great tracks that you come across. Yeah. I love the jukebox system where like you're picking up tracks as you go. And then every time you come across a jukebox, you can play whatever track you want on it. Um, yeah. that's really cool. But during certain cutscenes, I don't need that the music is too loud sometimes yeah. where like I'm, I'm having to play this on low volume because my kid's asleep in the next room. And I know that's not everybody's problem, but like I, oh, it's loud, yeah. I can't, I can't hear the voices sometimes. Cause I'm like on, I'm already low volume on the speakers. And then uh, the music is like cutting off their voice. So I'm relying on the subtitles to do it. Yeah. Um, I didn't check. Can you, can you change the, um, the, the, audio uh settings to have voice higher than any everything else or 
from what i saw no i honestly looked for like 30 seconds like i was i i don't want to spend i already spend enough time messing with materia where i feel like i'm wasting my valuable time not (laughs) not playing the game but like you get do you get inundated with materia as you go throughout so like i'm trying to spec cloud and Aerith and tifa and barrett like trying to get the the best builds that i can and just also just level up stuff but i'm just getting used uh, to saying the word Aerith. yeah it's yeah, hard. I mean, I still call her Aeris, but like, yeah, the fact that you can't change your name because all the audio is recorded. <laughs> yeah, all the audio is recorded. And I get that that's like that's what they originally intended her name to be. It's just it's kind of that's that's not who she was to me when I first. It's like uh, what is it, Doctor Robotnik versus Eggman? It's like it's Doctor Robotnik, so they can call him Eggman all they want. But yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm coming to terms with the whole Aerith thing, but. Um, yeah, speaking of speaking of older games, like getting a uh, you know getting kind of uh, revitalized in one way or another, we got a tweet out of Crisis. Yeah, that was weird. So uh, so maybe receiving something new from the World of Crisis franchise developer uh, Crybex hasn't hasn't had a new Crytek. game since Crytek. Sorry, uh, hasn't had a new game since 2013. Uh, new games Twitter account uh, has been dormant since 2016. And they just tweeted out receiving data. Wow! And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many people. I mean, other than spec junkies, I don't know how many people are like huge fans of of Crisis. Yeah. Um, it's they're they're it's great gameplay. It's great graphics, but uh, it's not something that I um, I don't know that I I've longed for another Crisis game. But I'm happy we're getting it. It's probably going to melt some computers. Yeah, this is what's weird. So, so they've since updated it as of, I believe, today, actually. They mm-hmm. updated their Crisis.com website. They have announced they are making Crisis Remastered. So it's not nearly as exciting as I was wow. hoping, because I actually did enjoy Crisis quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being remastered for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Ooh. And what's weird about the Switch to me, not that it can't run. We've seen that it can run Witcher 3 and Doom sure. and, and so on. But the funny thing about Crisis is like it's one of those games that you could build a pretty decent pc and still not be able to run crisis at max setting um and it's it's famous like crisis is a famous game for how it is a gorgeous absolutely gorgeous game Mm -hmm. um i enjoyed it Uh, i did not play all three of them i played the original and then i played crisis three okay yeah i skipped two I don't for no other reason. I just think I was in college or something at the time. Um, I, I enjoy them. I I like them for what they are. It's fun to have like a super powerful suit that can do lots of stuff. So I will probably pick it up uh, and maybe we'll, we'll even see how it runs on the old switch. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. I mean, I probably won't pick it up on the switch just because if I'm playing something like that, I feel like I need a little bit of the, I need a little bit of graphics behind it. To You need the power. I need the power. So PS4, which hopefully means that we're going to be backwards to battle PS5. Um, I'm still, I'm, I'm still 100% uh, in on the PS5, but the, um, that's probably where I'll end up buying it. It just is, is the PlayStation. It just seems to be like, that's, that's my environment. Uh, that I'm gonna uh, go into. I'm gonna I'm gonna sure. hop over since we're talking about the new stuff. But PS5. So it looks like. Um, oh, hold on. Just missed something. Sorry. Uh, so Bloomberg's reporting the PS5 is still intended to hit a 2020 release date, uh, possibly with a limit of consoles, and they are predicting a uh, 44 
sorry, 449 to 499 price point. I've yeah. been saying 499. I feel like even at 499, it's going to be hard and they'll either be losing money or uh, if not losing, they may be losing money at 499 and losing a lot of money at 44, uh, sorry, 449. Yeah. Um, but if it's limited stock and it comes out this year, uh, I'm not saying that they would, they're not obviously doing it on purpose, but that's going to just drum up more people wanting them, which is going to cause more people to buy them. I don't think that's obviously their plan, but that's definitely going to happen. What do you think? Yeah. So from what I read um, is the prediction is, is that they will produce somewhere around 6 million units by the end of their fiscal year, which their fiscal year ends in March. So they're saying 6 million units between whenever it is that they launch and March of 2021. Um, for comparison, the PS4 had somewhere around 7.5 million, um, which it was still hard to find PS4s. It wasn't impossible. I found one pretty quickly, but um, it was definitely limited. The problem is how much it costs them, like Patrick was mentioning. The, they're just having a problem with that bang and hard drive and and we yeah. talked about it whenever we went into the specs this is a hard drive that not even like pc can brag all they want this is not this is a hard drive <laughs> that pushes past what pc hard drives are doing right now yeah um so it's it's pretty crazy and i read i don't believe it's in this bloomberg article but i was just reading some speculation that the only way that we do not see ps5 in mm -hmm. 2020 is if Microsoft budges and says, okay, we're not launching in 2020. As long, I think the, the only way we see PS5 get pushed is if Microsoft blinks and says, hey, we're going to go 2021 because we have to. Then Sony will then come out and be like, yeah, we're going to do 2021 too. Yeah, yeah. And I could, I could totally see that. Sony has other ways that they can, they can foster goodwill. Um, speaking of that, if you didn't know, Right now, you can get two free games on yeah. PlayStation in addition to PlayStation Plus games. Yeah, the uh, Uncharted Collection and Journey, um, both incredible games for their own reasons, both mm -hmm. free. And that's in addition to you got Uncharted 4 uh, already for free. And I can't remember what the other, other game was. I, don't know uh, I think it's some racing game. Yeah, but either way, I mean, these this is... Essentially, they gave us four games this this year, which uh, this sorry this month, which is exactly what Owen's been saying. We we need them to do. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see to see them do that again next month and yep. continue that. You know, continue that uh, that way of saying, hey, we we want you to stay healthy. Here's some free stuff. Stay indoors. Stay sane. Stay safe. Uh, and it's a great way to 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 do it. And I mean, Uncharted Collection is uh, it's three games in itself. Yeah, it's three games in itself. It's amazing, uh, which I and in saying that I already owned both of these, but it, it just made me happy that, uh, you know, it made me happy that people are getting to play this that would not have been able to play it otherwise. So I didn't get mine, but someone else got there. So it's worth it. Yeah, I'm all both both uh, both exclusives to to the platform. And Uncharted Collection will probably run you around like thirty to thirty five hours. Journey is a much shorter game, but still very much worth it if for some reason you've never played that game. Yeah. Um, but Patrick's absolutely right. This is something they should just continue to do for the lifespan of until we get PS five launch. We should get four games a month. I, th I think it'd be that'd be a good way to do it. Uh, Uncharted is actually. Um... You know, I know that 
PS3 had a lot of amazing games on it. Uncharted was the game that that made me say, okay, I need to have a PlayStation 3. I had an Xbox. I was I was enjoying my Xbox, but there were certain story games that were not getting onto my Xbox. Yeah. And Uncharted was the one that uh, that drew me in. Seeing some people play it, it was so cinematic. And uh, it still holds up. It still holds up and you can play it on your PS4 now. So it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, got some, uh, let's see, hold on. Where is it? Sorry, I'm a little disorganized today. Uh, so Nintendo has said shipments of the uh, Switch Lite are being delayed uh, uh, out of Japan due to man- uh, manufacturing constraints. Uh, it's not the first time they've had, so they've mentioned delays in hardware in the recent months due to COVID. Uh, and they did say their manufacturing is coming back, but it's not at full capacity, which is really frustrating right now as because of COVID-19, everyone, the demand for this console has been extremely high. Um, I think that Nintendo's in a, in a position where as many as they can get out, they're going to sell. Uh, and it just, it's a testament to me to how good the Switch is that this thing just flew off shelves. As soon as people said, as soon as the people were worried that they'd uh, you know, have to preoccupy more of their time, they were starting to grab a second or third uh, switch in the household. That's that's what I did. Um, as soon as we were worried about having to be in, uh, in a quarantine of, of one way or another, we I bought a switch light for, uh, for the wife and Animal Crossing. So I think I'm, just, I'm glad that they're coming back as fast as they can, but I just want them to be safe in, uh, in this manufacturing. Yeah. The, um, the, the thing is that they also mentioned it's not like, it's not impacting other regions, but we clearly very much know it is one of our, one of our people that listens to the podcast and chimes in quite a bit. Robert, he posted a link shortly before the show. He was like, Hey, back in stock at Walmart. I checked the link eight minutes later and they were already out of stock. So they may not necessarily have shipping constraints. They definitely have buying constraints though. Just for another record a month ago today, Nintendo's stock in the U S was at $41. It's at $51 a share right now. So they've been seeing quite the surge in uh, sales for for definitely valid reasons like it doesn't take up a TV you can play it in handheld mode you can you kind of quarantine your own self in the in the house and be like I got my own little console right here Um, I definitely get why it's flying off the shelves a lot of people playing uh, the likes of Animal Crossing and then if you just uh, for those of you out there, if you can't afford that $60 Animal Crossing after dropping $300 on a Switch, mm-hmm. uh, you can get Stardew Valley for $14.99, and it is quite the jolly time as well. Mm-hmm. It really is. It may not be what everyone else is talking about, but you will you will definitely enjoy it. Um, and I think that I think you're right in the Switch lending itself to saying, you know, I'm going to go off in my own little corner and I'm going to decompress and enjoy this when you're stuck in the house with X amount of, uh, of people, you know, um, I've actually got a friend of mine who, uh, his, uh, daughter's friend is staying with them too. So he's, I think he has at least, at least one, if not two of his daughter's friends staying with them because of the work that they're doing or because one of them is, uh, is autoimmune, uh, compromised. So he basically was like, come stay with us, quarantine here. And so for them, it's even harder. It's like they're not even at home. You're at someone else's house for yeah. hopefully three, four weeks. Maybe it's probably going to be longer than that. But uh, and this this switch lends itself to be able to do that to to say I'm not going to take away from anybody else, but I'm going to enjoy what I want to enjoy. So it's it's great stuff. 
fantastic stuff. And we got a new Switch update uh, recently, which uh, usually there's when there's some updates uh, for for uh, Nintendo, usually it's not a lot to, to talk about. But one yeah. of the interesting things that we did get in this update, though, is remapping your controller. And what it's not all not not completely remapped but i don't know how many of these uh i would want to do i don't know if mm-hmm. there's ones that pop out for you but the fact that they're allowing us to uh, uh to do that i think is really cool if someone wants someone wants to flip left and right analog sticks and a lot of other things can, can be flipped uh, is there any any time that you have been playing a switch game and said i wish that this was remapped somewhere else um, it's not necessarily like that I'm playing a particular game, honestly, the, the, and the reason this is a big deal, you can't even do this on, uh, on PlayStation controllers. Yeah. Like you can't remap, but <laughs> you, you can, can do remap, it. You can do it. Well, and you can do it in video games where huh? like a video, like a particular game's options might let you, but like, this is actually a system setting where you can remap your joy cons. You can remap the pro controllers. Uh, the reason why I threw in, like, you can't do all controllers is you can't do yeah. GameCube. Uh, yeah. controllers for some reason i don't know why but um it's stored on the console uh and i think there's like even a certain amount of settings that you can do but it's the fact that um the controllers don't match everything so like if you like think about uh where the x button is for example and it doesn't confuse me all the time just because i'm used to it but if you think about x on the switch controller is at the top x on the playstation controller is at the bottom bottom. um and so if you were wanting to kind of like switch those around to where you're used to that kind of thing but Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of reasons where it's good for people who also like uh able gamers where i I love that charity because they develop controllers but it can also be cool because like if you're remapping important buttons to maybe make easier buttons for yourself to push like there's that opportunity it's just the fact that it's available it's the the fact that the option is because that's what's great about the xbox uh pro controller Mm -hmm. is you can program that one but you can't as far as i know you can't program the regular xbox one controller either yeah you can't one one thing that i was uh thinking about in this um is kind of what you mentioned is you know where the x and where the a is and everything compared to xbox or because i think xbox has the the same lettering um as a um as a, a nintendo switch controller yeah the only time that i that i that i get kind of thrown off is uh playing dark souls on switch uh they they've named the buttons correctly on switch when you're playing dark souls but the buttons are where you would expect them to be when you were playing an xbox controller Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason that I the, the, the only time that it's weird is if you're going in to input your name um, or switching back from the from the switch to the game, your uh, what is it B your A and B are flipped in the game. Mm-hmm. Not that it says it's A and B, but it's giving you A and B what was A and B in, in uh, on Xbox. So yeah. as soon as it goes in like where it's like all right, type in your name if you hit if you hit A, which is, uh, sorry, if you hit B, which is, uh, would be to proceed in a, on a, uh, on an Xbox, you would be canceling out what you're doing on. So it's, that's the only time I've had a little kind of like weird situation. So if yeah. the system, if the system itself, if I could change it for just the system and not games that maybe, I don't know if it'd be worth it, but like you said, the fact that they did it and allowing people to do it, I think is great. 
uh, especially for people who are wanting to uh, uh, to do it for uh, for uh, some type of if they're having if mobility issues with say their left thumb, you can remap your left thumb stick to your right thumb. So different uh, different things like that are pretty beneficial in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I did look it up just to make sure that I was right or that you were. I think you might have mentioned it too. So on the Xbox controller, it goes from the bottom the bottom button's a and then b y x if you go counterclockwise and then yeah. on the on the switch it's b a x y so both the both of those rows are flipped yeah. and you're exactly. right Pro- game's probably correct for it but it would throw you off if the if the yeah if, like if you're just used to pressing certain things and you see things on the it's yeah it's usually when it when it comes when it when it goes from a game menu to a system menu so if you're inputting text into a game, it'll go into, uh, I mean, from an from an operating standpoint, the, you're entering information into the game, not, you're inf- entering information from the OS into the game as opposed to entering information directly into the game. Yeah. And in doing that, all the controls are, are back to system level. So that's my only con- problem I've, ever, I've had on it. But yeah, like you said, the fact that they're rolling it out is... Uh, is awesome. Uh, another thing that that's awesome, maybe awesome, is a possible Sega, Xbox something going on. We don't know what it, we. There were rumors for years uh, yeah. that there was some type of merger, possible acquisition. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but some type of t- of uh, team up happening uh, on June fourteenth. So it's not E three, but it's close. Well, no, this was supposed to be, I believe it was supposed to be an E3 slide yeah. that got oh. leaked. And so now that E3 is not happening, um, we don't know like what, you know, when we're going to see this or anything. But originally what got what got posted here on this website was like this June 14th, 9 a.m. Pacific, which I believe was supposed to be when Xbox's presser was. Uh, and the fact that Sega and Xbox are like, next to each other is really strange um there was like a thing that um came out like a year or two ago that like sega and microsoft had like Mm -hmm. a meeting and then we never heard about it again uh so i think that buying sega would be incredibly expensive so i don't know if that's going to be a thing but what's weird to me is just that sega for the last several years has had a pretty decent part partnership with Nintendo. Like they still put games out. Like you can still buy Sonic on PlayStation and Xbox, but like there's like a Mario Sonic video game, a few of them like that. And so it's interesting to see Xbox and Sega logos next to each other. As opposed to that, we, because we see more Nintendo Sega than, yeah. than we do of the others. It's true. It's true. Uh, I think that purchasing Sega as well, the, the only asset that, um, in regards to intellectual property that I can think of that they would be interested in, in, in is Sonic. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there, there's other things that they're working on, but that's the only thing that comes to mind to say, if you're, if you're purchasing Sega, why are you purchasing Sega? You have to be searching, purchasing it for intellectual property. Um, and I love Sonic and everything, but I don't know. I don't know if it'd be worth it for Xbox to do it, but at the same time, um, it could be good positioning for the next gen. I don't know. I mean, there's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, I, I didn't, I, I should have written some out, but Sega has a lot of IP. So, yeah. uh, Sonic isn't the only, the Sonic is just the one that comes to mind in terms of like their, their work with, with Nintendo, but Sonic has a ton of IP. So whatever it could be, uh, I would hope that 
we're not just going to get more Sonic. Like, not you know, don't come after me, Sonic fans. I oh, don't really, I just don't care. Like, there's plenty of there's plenty of other Sega stuff. It's more just interesting that this this thing leaked. Uh, but you know, we will see. Yeah, yeah, and I, I only bring that up to say if you're thinking of a of a intellectual property, it's why you're buying it. I was a Sega. I was a Sega kid. Um, I had a Nintendo, but I didn't have a, I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I had a Genesis. So uh, even then, like the games that I can think of playing there, they're not as relevant anymore. They're 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 nostalgic for me, but they're not as relevant anymore for for people. So <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, my wife is in the chat, and she said yeah. that she was today years old when she learned that Knuckles was an Echidna, which I didn't echidna. know that either. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Echidna, yeah, yeah, is that how you echidna. say it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> we're not, we're not um, caught up on our Sonic lore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely not. I knew he was an Echidna. I'm not an, a Sonic uh, lore expert. I know there's... There's lore, and I will say uh, I did like the movie. Did you Did you see the Sonic movie? Not yet. No, I, I liked it. There's, uh, okay. yeah, it, it's it's not great. It was it was better than I th- than I thought it was going to be. I voted with my dollar. Went to the theater specifically to uh, to say no. I appreciate you get you gave me a product that looks better than the crap that it was originally going to be. Um, so I wanted to support that, support the artists and everything. Um, it wasn't great. I, I mean, I had fun watching it, not trying to glowing endorsement here. I just don't want to overhype it, but there are little like nods in there to Sonic, uh, the games or even the TV show, which I thought was kind of cool for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Someday, whenever it comes, you know, whenever it comes to some streaming on, on platform. Some streaming thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. You want to play this next one up or do you want me to? Uh, so, uh, I put this in here specifically for you, man, that the, I read this article and I was like somewhere Patrick is super happy because (laughs) the ESRB, uh, introduced a new label, which identifies games that have in-game purchases along with, uh, an agreement with the three the three big console makers, Nintendo, Xbox, Sony, uh, mm-hmm. where they have committed to requiring publishers to disclose their odds of receiving items in loot boxes on That's, the box. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I didn't think we'd get as far as having the odds, but having this on there I think is important when you have uh, the last NBA 2K game that came out that the ESRB didn't even know that there were mic- that there were um, uh, random, like essentially uh, not slot machines, but chance games. There was microtransactions. ESRB didn't even know about it because they weren't shown it. So it, it creates this problem of like, all right, now we need to find some, some way of checks and balances so that way people know what's in here. Um, so I think it's really good that, that this is in here so parents can be educated, so people can be educated. Um, I don't want to ban anything. I just wanted a label, and thankfully we're uh, we're getting it. Um, yeah, the the odds the odds part was uh, was interesting for me, but I'm happy about that too. We're, we usually find the odds one way or another, but it's usually someone who's having to uh, to dig through code, um, right. like like uh, Animal Crossing. There's a there's someone who dug through the code for Animal Crossing for turnips. To depending on how much you bought them for, they have yeah. different charts of there's like a calculator now. Yeah, yeah, it's not perfect, but it's 
it's pretty good. Um, once you get to a couple days, you're like, okay, I think I know where, where the peak is going to be. Um, yeah. But, the, uh, the cool thing is that, so the ASRB did this and then that commitment, um, is supposed to be fulfilled by, by the console developers, uh, sometime by the end of 2020. So yeah. hopefully maybe by the time for Christmas, you know, you're going out and you're buying your kids some new games, you'll be able to like see that label on there and need and know that you need to lock up your credit cards. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't have your if, if your kids have no, access to it they shouldn't have your credit card on it anyways like that's one reason why a prepaid card or or, uh, or something to, the, to that effect is uh beneficial uh for a playstation account i know you don't have to worry about that yet but you know in uh probably a few years uh he's probably going to have a screen and he'll accidentally buy something so that's why he gets a child account like everybody should do don't let them share your accounts ladies and gentlemen that's exactly right child account and then if they want something it they can't they can't buy something with your credit card and if if they if you want to buy something for them you can do it um it's really the way to travel when you can yeah yeah it's not like i do it for a living or anything though (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh i actually got two things this is my birthday week by the way and the only reason i'm saying that is because i got this and we got fallout 76 wastelanders uh, expansion, mm-hmm. which means I may actually dive into Fallout seventy six. Yeah, after after Final Fantasy. Um, but uh, I've been waiting to play this game. I've watched people play Fallout seventy six. I have friends of mine who are huge Fallout fans who are playing it. One of them is was playing it last night begrudgingly. We were on a Zoom hangout, and he he was like, "Yeah, I guess I'm playing play some more Fallout now." But now he or he's been playing it begrudgingly. Now is excited to play because it, it actually has some npcs some storyline it's not deep as deep as fallout but it's a start i think this should have been there at launch um i think it should have been there at launch but i think they were trying to they thought that players would create enough of a narrative but it's it's not enough of a narrative we we have to have an, an something else to to fight in my opinion yeah i um you know, I don't care about this game at all, but sure. we ragged on it enough at launch. But I, there is some variety streamers that I've watched that did. Uh, they kind of felt similar to you, actually, where they, they jumped in at launch. They tried it out, said no, and then jumped back in this week. And you can tell that they're at least interested when they still play it again the next day, uh, which yeah. is what which is what I saw. At least two streamers that I follow do. They played it uh, when the expansion launches and they were still playing it again today even. Yeah. Uh, so that's a sign that maybe maybe now it's a game worth checking out. If you were a Fallout fan and were initially turned off by how empty it is, they have, uh, they have filled some stuff in yeah, there. So I'm, I may check it out like later this summer. I know there's a lot of other games coming out, but I am a Fallout fan. Um, even though my favorite Fallout game is from Obsidian. There's a lot of games we hope come out. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's going to be delayed, delayed. You know what? I've got Final Fantasy VII. Um, I I didn't beat, uh, or sorry, uh, what is it? Yeah, Resident Evil 2. I'm going to beat Resident Evil 2, uh, and I probably will pick up Resident Evil 3 at some point this year. Uh, I've heard that one's only like eight hours or so. I've heard eight hours. I'm going to guess eight to 10, depending on how you play it. Uh, but this one doesn't have as many puzzles. If you're not as familiar with Resident Evil three, um, I'll probably play it though. I love, I love this, that stuff. Not your thing though. No, 
not at all. <laughs> that's okay. I got Final Fantasy VII and a kid, so that's gonna. I, I there's people that are done already, and I wish that I was done. If anybody wants to come watch my kid for two days uh, and give my di- my wife a day off as yeah. well as me while I bang out this game, uh, that'll be fine. But I probably won't be playing anything new for at least a couple weeks, and then there's always yeah. Animal Crossing to fall back on. So. Yeah, as I was gonna say I I first was saying I think you're gonna beat it before me. I still think that you are. Um, I am going to carve out more time to play it uh, to to make sure that I'm not getting spoiled. That's my biggest problem right now. Yep. Um, but Pretty I'm, sure I'm, I already know what happens. I don't yet, but um, other things have been spoiled for me. Um, and, you know, we, we've been dancing around on the show because we don't want someone to try, to jump in and accidentally get spoiled. Uh, but I've liked what I've played. I need to continue. I need to to play through it and, and finish it so I don't get spoiled. And then I'll probably do another playthrough if not on a hard mode, because I know if you do a second, if you do a second, uh, is, it's not if you beat it on uh, hard, is it? Or is it if you've beaten it twice that you get the platinum? Or is it one of the ways, one of the things uh, to, to get, get the platinum? To get the platinum, you have to play it twice. Um, yeah. Because when you beat it, you unlock hard mode, yeah. which then you have to beat it on hard mode. So you have to play through okay. the game at least twice. Okay. So, yeah. So and apparently, uh, anyway. hard mode is really hard. They extremely limit the amount of heals that you can okay. do. Okay. I was going to say the way that they've they've gated your um, the way you can heal in battle. I've actually thought it was a it was a nice way instead of just waiting for your turn, which is the the, the turn based strategy. Uh, sorry, turn based uh, RPGs. You're build you're building up that ATB meter, so it does pace the healing so you can't just spam heal um which you could do in like an mmo what's up i wish you could spam oh oh, yeah yeah so i played played on uh, i played on easy whitney's been playing on easy uh i i played on hard um i started another profile was starting not not hard normal sorry normal playing on a normal and i didn't die but I was really being challenged at the uh, at the uh, the scorpion and yes. a few other times that it was frustrating to me. So I imagine, yeah, hard is going to be very challenging. So I may I may do it later on uh, if I don't have anything else to play. But there's so much to play. Yeah, I've decided. I don't know if I'm going for the platinum just because I'm not good. Like if I was better at it, if I get better yeah. at it by the end of the game, then I might. But right now, like there's fights where. I'm using more Phoenix downs than I ever did playing wow. the original game. So, <laughs> yeah, then it may not be it for you. I mean, there's there's no shame in it. It's 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 funny because I'm actually playing it on. I was playing it on normal. I popped it down to easy um, to enjoy it, which is funny because usually, uh, usually it's the other way around where you're saying, you know, I just want to enjoy this game, and I'm the one like picking something ridiculously difficult to do. But uh, there's no difference, I will say, from what I've heard in easy and normal or anything in the game, other than the uh, the limitation of, of heals, you're not going to limit your story if you pick easy versus normal. So that's at least yeah. a good thing. That's what I've heard, at least. Um, one more thing in the news, which is kind of I popped this in literally right last minute, but, I, yeah. <laughs> but only because I saw you post uh a picture or something of it i believe like last week right of the of the game Am yeah, I thinking so, yeah. so uh whitney's uh with the doctor at whitney's clinic uh was given this by someone and she was like i don't have a need for it and immediately whitney was like ah uh, i know someone who would like to play this 
Um, I haven't played Mist in forever. This is real Mist, by the way. It's not the original. Yeah. But uh, but we're going to get a TV show based on uh, based on Mist, and it's from the the writer of X Men First Class, Ashley Miller. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this uh, because mm. there is a lot of lore for for Mist, but I don't know how this is going to translate to television. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, I'm hopeful, but yeah, yeah. There's there's some deep lore when it comes to Mist, when it comes to the books and the two brothers and blah blah blah. But it's stuff that I don't even get into. But um, it, it could be interesting. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a cult classic video game that I str- I mean I I've never beaten uh, Mist. I beat Riven. But I never beat, mm. beat Mist, and I don't know anyone who beat any of them without a guide, at least their first time. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I've never played the game, so yeah. I played it. For, I played it for all of an hour when I was very young. Like, so the original Mist came out in '93, and I remember yeah. playing the original Mist on yeah. my dad's computer, and he didn't play it either. I think we just somehow acquired it, like maybe through like a garage sale or something. And I tried it and it made zero sense to me as a kid. I just did. There's no, it's not a game that explains anything to you. If I recall correctly, it, it doesn't explain anything. It, yeah, it, reminded, all... it reminds me of what's, what's that game that came out a couple of years ago? Um, Oh no. It was like a big puzzle game that, Oh, um, uh, the, the, uh, the witness. Is on, yeah. It was on like an Island. Is it anything like that? Cause it, so the, the witness is almost that. an homage to mist. Okay. Um, in, but, 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 um, the witness is actually kind of guiding you a little bit more where you're building up principles that then you apply later on. Mist doesn't do that. There's a okay. lot of backtracking. There's a lot of like, like literally people would get scratch paper or a notepad and you'd write down, you know, your, your ideas and what you think are, are different codes or clues uh in doing that and i don't know if your dad got it uh because you mentioned um uh, possibly in a garage sale when mist first came out like it came out right at the same time as like cd roms came out for pcs Mm -hmm. so that was one of the things that was like if you want to experience what a cd rom can do you buy mist so i don't Mm -hmm. know if he if he had that kind of thought where he was like oh this is what people do on with a cd rom Maybe that's why he purchased it. I don't know where, but um, everyone bought the game specifically for that because it was like the the uh, the visuals and the audio could not be done on floppy disks. So it's it's a great game. It has not aged well. Um, God, I may I may have to go back and play. I mean, I have I have the disc over here, uh, but I may I may have to <laughs> I may have to play it at some point. I don't. Did you play The Witness? No, there I. I, I actually messaged the creator and he told me back, but there I, I got turned off by it because there was a colorblind section that I wouldn't, I literally wouldn't have been able to complete. And he messaged me back saying um, that the colorblind section wasn't, or I'm saying colorblind, but there's just a color section, isn't necessary to beat the game, but still for some reason I was just not interested if I couldn't play gotcha. the game like if i couldn't play all of the game i didn't sure. necessarily want to play the game um, so i never got into it but i just i remember 
I've been told that they're not the same, but they remind me of the same. They look the same. They're both on an island. But I just remember playing Mist as a kid yeah. and being like, I have no idea what the hell to do. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is with with Mist, you don't know. You you learn more as you go. Uh, if you use a walkthrough, you don't have those aha moments, obviously. But um, the witness has like little to no story, um, and you can fight me on that. But like the witness is more about the puzzles and building principles uh, uh, that that are building blocks to be able to to unlock new or uh, to apply multiple principles together. Uh, that's that's more of what it's about. Where Mist is, Mist is a lot more code, and um, some of it's like guesswork to figure out like where to click. That was my my frustration with it was you you hit a you hit a wall in Mist and you have no idea where you should go. And in the witness, you're at least like, I know I'm supposed to do this puzzle. I just don't know how to do it. Uh, Mist is just like, I don't know where on this island I'm supposed to go next, and I'm frustrated like that kind of level of, of frustration. So if I do it, I may do, if, if I, if I play it, I may play it um, with a little bit of a guide or if I, if someone uh, who's a fan of the channel wants to, uh, uh, to do Google Hangouts with me and, uh, and help me go through it in a, <laughs> you know, not to tell me what to do, but to kind of help me through, I think it'd be cool. So, um, so what would you even do a show on then? Would it just be like, you, the, you obviously can't get like necessarily the puzzle stuff. Like, is it just going to be whatever lore that you discover while walking around this Island? Yes, like that's yes. the stuff that the show is going to be on is the lore. Yes. Because there is, there is lore. There is a, a time travel element ish about like how, about books containing, uh, eras okay. and so and there's some magic elements to it and some like so there, there is there is lore there is story to mist um i know i've butchered it in trying to explain it but like there is lore where the the uh the messenger is just like tons of puzzles uh mist mm. actually has a story witness. going on so what's that you said messenger you mean witness? sorry the wit sorry the witness has like some story but it's mostly puzzles mist is like lots of uh it's it's weird abstract puzzles in a weird weird place but there is a uh, a story of sorts it's just really flimsy and i don't know how it'll translate uh to um i don't know to a uh, to a tv show but either way i'll i'll check i mean i'll definitely check it out obviously yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> video game related thing we always at least have to to check in for you guys we you know it's research that's the only reason we do this it's the only reason we do this Anyways, yeah we're not totally addicted to video games or anything of the like not at all not at all anyways so that's that's it for the news uh this week uh check us out next week and every thursday thereafter uh streaming live on facebook and check out our podcast uh available on friday mornings to start your weekend off a little early and right and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Okay, bye.